Welcome to Talk with Renee Dallow, biz chat for wedding pros and creatives. Tune in every week for no BS real talk from industry experts that want to help you thrive in your business and your life. Here's your host, event planner, educator, and sushi addict, Renee Dallow. Grab a glass and get ready to talk it out. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Talk with Renee Dallow. It is me, your host, Renee Dallow, and I am joined this week by the lovely and fabulous Karen Chong. Karen, how are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Where in the world are you right now? Uh, well, we're currently in San Miguel de Allende in Mexico. Nice. We just moved here at the beginning of the year. Nice. How do you like it? Love it. Love it. It's Same. like a little fairy town with all oh. these old stone buildings and these little doorways that open to onto these beautiful little surprises. Yeah, ah, it's awesome. I love it. Before we recorded, Karen shared that she had previously lived in Brooklyn, to which I always say, oh my God, I'm from Brooklyn, as if anyone is surprised <laughs> by that information, knowing me for like 10 seconds. Like, it's Brooklyn all the time over here, baby. All right, well, Karen, you're here to talk to us about something that, one, I've never talked about on the show, and two, mm -hmm. I don't have a wealth of information about myself, so you're also going to be educating me today. We're talking about timeline jumping. First of yeah. all, what is it? Yeah. It is the ability to choose the timeline that you experience. That's my bottom line. Okay. So you might be like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> fair. That's fair. Okay. So from my perspective, there is an infinite field of possibilities. A timeline is simply a trajectory of the life that you're experiencing based on a series of decisions that you've made and also based on your frequency resonance or your vibrational level. So you know these times in your life where you've made pivotal choices, where you've said yes or you've said no, and then all of a sudden your life changes because you've made that choice. Yeah. Well, there are infinite variables or possibilities out in the field, infinite timelines, you are inhabiting one. And what dictates your life experience and that trajectory of that timeline, to me, is your vibrational level or your frequency resonance. So what does timeline jumping mean? And why do you care? Fair <laughs> question, yeah. Okay. So in the movies, okay, let's just we're back, right? Yeah. So there used to be this old TV show. I don't know if all of you are old enough to remember this, but I certainly do, which was called Quantum Leap, oh, I think. I loved yes? that show. Right. So he would like, like jump into a, a different timeline and fix stuff in history. And then there would be this ripple effect and yes. et cetera, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was in the movie and the t TV show is what I'm trying to say. And there are different movies where like, for example, there was something I think called the butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher. Yes. Maybe back in the day. Yes. And sliding doors and he, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. That's right. And she goes back or it changes something in a timeline and the ripple effect into her life shifts. Yeah. Okay. So the movies are obviously a dramatization or they wouldn't be interesting to watch. So <laughs> right. in the movie, something extreme happens, right? Like the mother is dead and then not dead or she meets the boyfriend and then doesn't have the boyfriend or right. whatever, okay? Yeah. So in the field, there are infinite possibilities. So in the field, the mother is dead in some of the possibilities, but in some of the possibilities or the timelines, the mother isn't dead, she's just a different version of herself. So instead of being like cold and distant in a different timeline, she's still there, 
but she's like more warm yeah. most of the time. Does that make sense? Yes. So just an example of what that might look like in someone's life and just to illustrate what the hell that means. Yeah. Okay. So I have a client and just as a preface, I work at the level of frequency, which is the level of vibration. So just to talk about that first, to give you context for the story that I'm about to tell. So to me, everything is vibrating. Okay. And so scientists have been talking about this for a while and the rate of vibration dictates what that thing is, right? So if you think of water, if you think of steam, the molecules are vibrating really fast. And when the vibrational rate slows down, it becomes liquid water. And when that vibrational rate slows down some more, it becomes solid or ice. So if you take that idea and extrapolate that into consciousness, so if you have the divine, pure source, the oneness, whatever you want to call it, vibrating at an extraordinarily high rate, okay? So this is the consciousness from which everything comes to which everything returns. That, in order to experience something other than vibration, than oneness, excuse me, you need to have a drop in vibration, which then creates frequency. And when you slow down that vibration even more, not when you, but when the vibration slows down even more, yeah. it creates energy that you and I talk about, and everyone talks about energy modalities nowadays. Sure. And when that vibration slows down even more, it call, creates physical matter or form. So what does that mean? If you can shift things at the frequency level, which is where everything originates from, the physical mirrors that at an extraordinarily fast rate because you're shifting what the reality looks like at the point of origination. Okay? Yeah. yeah. All right. So you need to understand that before I can tell a story. <laughs> All right. So I have the ability to change things at the frequency level. Right. So in any case, I'm having a session with this young woman who I've never met before. Okay. So when I have sessions, I never see the person. I just hear their voice for about two seconds because your physical appearance doesn't matter to me. I'm actually scanning the field for the frequency resonance that is you. So I have the session with her and I work on her for about over the phone. Okay. So I never am in person with my clients, never see her. I'm never in person with her. So we work on something altogether different. And she sends an email into customer service the next day. She's like, oh my God, what happened? So here's the thing. This woman is a young woman. She's white and she's dating an African-American man. And she has a sort of like a love-hate relationship with her mom. She's close to her, but her mom is really critical of her okay. and not always the most supportive. So after the session, she gets a phone call from her mom, which never happens because she always calls her mom. So that was the first thing that was weird. Second thing that was weird is her mom starts saying all these wonderful things about her. I'm really impressed with what you've chosen for your life. It takes a lot of strength and courage to do that. And literally, she says she took the phone away from her ear and checked to see <laughs> who was calling her. She's like, who the hell is this? And is this a joke? Okay. Then her mom continues to say, I am so glad that you're dating your man. He supported you in a way that none of your other men have. And she's like, so the client is like, this is not possible. This is a totally different version. Why? Because she shifted timelines. Her frequency resonance or her vibrational level jumped as a result of the session. So the timeline she entered was a different timeline. So the version of her mother 
is different in that timeline. Totally different person. Wow. She hasn't changed back. She's just that person. How do you explain that? You can't. You can't. Yeah. So this is what I mean by shifting timelines. Now, what's cool is that as you raise your vibration, you can start to do it at will, which means that you have the power to create and to access different timelines. So just explain a little further. From my perspective, again, there's that field of infinite possibilities. Your vibrational level is the keyhole through which you view that field. So it's kind of like you have blinders on. You only see what's within my hands. So I'm making a little tunnel with my hands. Yeah. And so as your frequency vibration or resonance rises, the keyhole expands and gets bigger, which means that you can access timelines that are of a higher vibrating order, which means to us as humans that the life experience is better. So you have more opportunities. People come in to collaborate that you wouldn't have even like guessed would drop into your experience, you know, all of that. So when I mean at will, it sounds like you're choosing from a menu. I don't right. mean that. It just right. means that you have access to higher vibrating possibilities mm -hmm. and higher vibrating timelines than you would have before. I'm thinking of my, <laughs> I'm just thinking of my own life and like, how I how it resonates, you know, yeah. Um, and I don't know, and maybe people are listening and thinking the same. Like, oh, I wonder if I did timeline jump there, or like, oh, maybe I yeah. did it without knowing. And I think we can yes. do it without having the knowledge of doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny what can trigger that, because sometimes people think, well, I've had these moments, like often, right? We have these moments of breakdown. Right, where you're, you're like some freaking horrible crisis is happening. Yeah. A divorce, a death, a sickness, whatever, you know, financial crisis, whatever the hell the thing is. Okay. Yeah. You're in it and you're just like, you're on your knees, right? Because you're in surrender. Not, everything is broken, you know, yeah. it's just in that moment in time. And you go into the surrender because you have to, right? You're just like, I don't know what else to do. So you surrender. In that moment of surrender, Right? Eckhart Tolle talks about this a lot in The Power of Now. He had the breakdown, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he had a um, massive awakening. Why? Because in that moment of surrender, something becomes available to you that you can't access with your mind. It's what I call your biggest self, okay? Or people call it your higher self or what do you want to call it? This awareness of you as consciousness, as infinite indestructible consciousness, okay? as opposed to just your ego mind right? Which is amazing and helpful, but limited. And then you start all of a sudden, your vibrational level jumps, and everything changes. So often what can look like crisis to us is an opportunity to experience something altogether different. You know, and sometimes it feels like we're being punished, you know, like these things are coming at us. And we're like, holy crap, right? Like, how do I deal with all of that? But sometimes when we like go into that surrender point, something shifts, the person comes in, the idea, the opportunity, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, vrr, life shows up in a completely different way. So yes, you could absolutely timeline jump without intending it. Right. You just didn't know that you did it. Right. <laughs> I feel like I might've done it a couple yeah. times. Um, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. that's what that was. I think it's so important also to, with that crisis moment, right? Because listen, the pandemic and, and the years now following have been really, I mean, for everyone in the whole world, that's been a big change. I think 
our industry, the wedding industry really took a beating. Some people totally. lost their businesses. Some people Absolutely. decided to exit their business. Some people are still in their business trying to make it work and sort of feeling like, is this all there is? Is there something else I should be doing? And I think it's okay to acknowledge, right? That like, I heard, I had someone say to me a couple of weeks ago, like, I just need a win, right? I just really need a win right now. And, and that's a common thing we say in our, in every industry, I'm sure, but in the wedding industry, like when we have a new client, like, I just need a win. I need to get this one. I need to get this one. You know, you started the story by saying someone came to you to do a session when the people who reach out to you for this kind of work, are they in a crisis moment or is it, does it vary? It varies. So what I do is I, like I said, work at the level of frequencies or the yeah. level of the field. Yeah. And what I do is I release what I call distortion patterns. So distortion patterns are things that keep us stuck. Okay. They are uh, patterns that keep us separate from the oneness and often um, they're negative. They're not always, I mean, your humanness is a distortion because it keeps, it keeps you separate from the one you're physical, obviously, but um, for most people, they're challenges. So, what's a distortion pattern and where do they come from? So a distortion pattern, like I said, is anything that keeps us separate from the one. And from my perspective, when you chose to come into embodiment, what it looks like is here you are, a sphere of pure source energy, vibrating at the specific unique rate that is you. That's what creates individuation. It makes you, you and me, me. And as soon as you come into embodiment, there are all these layers and 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 layers of what look like duct tape that form around the sphere. So the sphere gets heavier. There's nothing wrong with the sphere. Okay. It's still that pure source energy vibrating at its unique rate, but now it's heavy because it's covered with all this crap and it forgets that it's surrounded by pure source energy infinitely all around it. So what the hell are the layers of duct tape? What those are, it's a metaphor for things like lineage patterns. So what your lineage or your ancestors experience impacts you and the field of epigenetics is proving that, right? So what your ancestors experience indicate how your genes can express and how you make choices, right? So science is starting to mirror spirit. There's also religious distortion patterns, cultural distortion patterns, all of those things are there, including your past lives, including your own wounding. And so you have all this stuff that's around you. And what's amazing about frequency work is as you release this distortion, you start to get clearer and brighter and your vibrational level rises really, really, really fast. So I've had people who literally were in situations where they didn't have that much job opportunity and they'd be like, you'll never believe what happened. Like at a left field, yeah. this job like literally landed in my lap at a place where I, I tried to get a job a year ago and couldn't. So opportunities start to open. Why? Because you're starting to vibrate at a higher rate. That means everything changes. Your vibrational rate dictates everything from what your life looks like, how you feel about it, what opportunities are there, how much abundance you have, how much ease you have, who's attracted to you. I mean, just think about it. Who do you like to hang out with? The people who are fun and happy and upbeat, you're not gonna hang around with like the bummed out, angry person. I mean, I guess you could, if you were feeling bummed out and angry yourself. Sure, right? I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. But chances are, if you want to have a relationship that feels 
good to you and you're like, oh, I feel like upbeat and happy after I leave this person and I feel like I have more opportunity, it's likely a person who's higher in their resonance. Humans like that. We like the feeling of people who are higher in resonance. Yeah. That's why as your frequency resonance rises, more and more people are attracted to you. And I know people always think of attraction as sexual. I don't mean it sexually. I mean, I guess it could, well, but you mean I mean like the they, vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to be with them. You mm -hmm. just want to hang out with them. Yeah. And as a business owner, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know, I, I so, say this, um, I've said this before. I think I might've said this on the show before, but I live in Los Angeles, right? And I've worked mm -hmm. for a long time in and around the entertainment industry and hospitality. Oh. My husband's a TV producer. We're like, not in the mix, but we're around the people enough, right? Mm. And someone had asked me once, like, who's the most famous person you've ever met? And I said, Tom Cruise. And they said, what mm. was he like? And I said, he's like a magnet. You know when mm -hmm. he's in the room. Mm -hmm. And that's the that was the first time I had ever really consciously, I think I was like 20 something, right? When I met him, where I thought like, you're different. There's something about you that's very, very different. And I understand why you are a celebrity, right? Because like yeah. the the vibes were, I know I hate, I say vibes all the time, but like he just- but That's what it is. Right, he literally- has a higher frequency. I don't know how else to explain it. Mm -hmm. It just is. Yeah. And also he has within him, so we have different frequencies, right? So we're like a harmony of the symphony of frequencies. And one of his frequencies is he has the power to enchant. Yeah. I know it sounds odd. Like that's like out of a fairy tale. No people, it's real. No, seriously, there are some people who have the power to enchant and people will follow them. They don't know why the hell they're following them. They're just like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And off they go. But I've met a number of people who have that frequency yeah. and it's a, a power really because people will follow them and want to be with them because they have that frequency within them. Yeah. Sense? So to me, everything is frequency and how high your frequency is dictates like everything and it op opens so much to us and it really reinforces our ability to manifest so you know manifestation is like a big thing and everybody wants to manifest whatever they want right yeah. of course but the thing that hijacks manifestation is those distortion patterns so for example some people can manifest money because they're good manifestors right they're like okay i'm gonna create money but then they lose it right or someone steals it for them or they have it for a period of time and then it disappears. Why? Because those distortion patterns and that, that globby mass of duct tape <laughs> dictates everything. So even if you have the ability to manifest, if you have distortion patterns with regarding to scarcity or receiving or low self-worth or whatever the heck the thing is, yeah. you're gonna hijack your manifestation. You clear your distortion patterns, you raise your vibration, manifestation can happen so fast, like even without you knowing fully what it is you want. Like for example, I have a client, she's an actress in LA. And one day she wanted to uh, put solar on her roof because she's thinking of selling her house. Sure. Okay. So she starts to research like, you know, what company do I want? There's a lot of them. And she's sort of like just scrolling through. And all of a sudden her doorbell rings and well, she lives in LA. So it's not like she answers the door. I was just going to say, did she I'm, answer the door? Because we door. never, yeah, that's not exactly that's why would you answer the door? <laughs> exactly. Right. But for some reason, she's like, I'm going to get that. So she goes to answer the door. And who's standing there? It's the guy 
who's a sales guy from a company that was literally on her computer that she's thinking, I'm really curious about this place. It seems really cool. I like their vibe. They're very local. They offer good guarantee. The sales guy is on her doorstep saying, hi, I'd love to put solar on your roof and I'd love to give you like a 30% discount. She was like, you know, she hadn't even gotten to the point that she knew she wanted it. Yeah. And there it was. It's wild, but also not wild because I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, sure. Exactly. You know, exactly. So how do you clear the distortions? Right. So because I work at the level of frequency and because I can perceive at that level, I can release them for you. Mm. We have this very prevalent belief in our culture that everything has to be slow and we have to work really hard and then we have to suffer and then we have to do the checklist. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if we didn't do that right, then we suck and therefore we deserve not being able to do the thing. Okay, that kind of thing goes on. You can begin by listening to what I call a group frequency calibration, okay? Where, which is a lot like a meditation and I'm releasing the distortion of the people who join that meditation. So it's live or in replay. And the replay works because the level that I work at, I realize is a bit advanced, but the level I work at is at the eternal now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you go to a psychic and like they connect to some being and you say, when is that going to happen? The amazing riches that whatever you're telling me about. Sure. And they say now. The reason they say now is because on spirit level, so everything higher than this consciousness level exists at the eternal now, which is the ever present moment of now. So everything is happening in the now. The thing is, so then you're like, well, then what the hell is past, present, and future, Karen, if everything is happening in the now? The reason we have linear time is because we have minds. So you have to remember, consciousness is vast and infinite and can process in incredible speeds. Your mind, whilst amazing, is human and is limited. So we process things in what we call linear time because we can't, with our minds, comprehend the eternal now. Like your brain would blow up. It can't. It cannot process that. So we compress time, kind of like you know, in an MP3, it's a compression of data from whatever the live music was and all that data, and they compress it into an MP3 so we can send it over our phones. We do the same thing with time so that our minds can understand it. And we can put things into past, present, future at this level of consciousness. In any case, when you listen to a replay, let's call it that, of group frequency calibrations, it's not that the frequencies are inside the replay. It's the anchor into that place in the eternal now where the work was done. So it's like you're participating with the mastermind live and you're releasing distortion. So that's how you can begin. And I have a podcast myself and we have over 180 episodes at this point. And I talk about all kinds of things and why they happen from a frequency work perspective. And at the end of that, I give a group frequency calibration for free on that particular topic. So you could start there. It's totally free. Perfect. What's the name of the podcast for everyone? Oh, it's called Mastering Your World Through Frequencies. Great. I'll put it link in the show notes so you guys can find it okay. easily. Yeah. Awesome. So you can find a whole bunch of stuff there if you want. You could also sign up for an individual session. They do go quite quickly. So you can start with a podcast or, for example, if you wanted to, I have some things for your audience if it's helpful Perfect. to them. Yes. I have a Quiet Your Mind online workshop. 
and free group frequency calibration, which is awesome because who doesn't have trouble with a chatty mind <laughs> or stress or everyone. whatever. <laughs> yeah. Welcome so, to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I also have a ebook and audiobook Beautiful. called Creation Manifestation and Why It Fails and What to Do About It, plus my most popular 15-minute meditation called Morning Meditation, Setting the Tone of the Day, of the day, excuse me, which is all about setting your vibration at the highest level possible. Why? Because when you start your day at a higher frequency vibration, your day is different. Who you meet, who you run into, who calls you, what emails you get, everything changes because of your vibration. So that's my gift to your listeners. You can use the coupon TALK <laughs> and get access to it for, for free. But that's how I would begin. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you say? I mean, I just know I'm, I'm sometimes that when we're doing these um, interviews, right, I get like a, a voice in my head that I know is like my listeners going like, yeah, but what if it didn't? Mm -hmm. you know? Like, <laughs> because I know that like this is like I was telling you before we recorded, like I have we have a lot of episodes about like do your taxes and do your, you know, and now I'm like, let's talk about timeline jumping. So people that were listening and like, wait, what? What? Um, what? Were you ever a skeptic about this? Like, how did you? Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, there you go. Of course. So I, I was trained as an attorney. <laughs> I went to law school, one of the best law schools in Canada. <laughs> so yeah, I've been skeptical about this stuff. You know, and um, my journey began because I had a health crisis and basically went from a suicide hot mess to a totally different person in five weeks from this very talented acupuncturist. Um, it started the question of what is beyond the scene that creates form, that creates what we think is real. What the hell is that? So it was a 25 year journey of all these different modalities, including personal development, including way out there weird woo woo stuff. And there's a lot of stuff out there that doesn't work. And there's a lot of stuff that does. Yeah. And so to me, it's like, if your listeners are like, what? So listen to the po my podcast. And if you're like, it's not for me, it's not for you. It's okay. Yeah. And some of you are like, yeah, I know somehow in my bones, I don't understand what the hell she's saying, but that that's for me. And that's enough, right? It's not for everybody. Yeah. Like not everybody is going to resonate with everything. It's okay. No. So, and you know, I've had, if you told me Renee, five years ago that I'd be doing this, I'd be like, you're freaking off your rocker. Okay. There's no way. Okay. Yeah. Cause I didn't start this trying to be who I am now. Yeah. I started it because I was a business owner. I had a really successful business in San Francisco, helping people buy and sell homes with my husband, our business partner and our assistant. We were really good at it. And I had crap tons of scarcity and control issues. And I was like, this needs to stop. Like it's terrible. My, it, from the outside, my life looks glorious. Inside, feels like crap. How do I deal with that? And I started frequency work because I was like, something in me knew. I was like, I don't know what that is, but I'm going to try it. What the hell? I'm just going to try it. What's the worst well, thing that's going to happen? Nothing. And I think that's how so much good learning starts. Like, you don't need to know what you're going to do with what you learn. You just need to, exactly. if you're curious, move toward it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the story and of so, my whole life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so because I intuitively was drawn to it, I started clearing my own patterns. And I, you know, it's such a, to me, it's about how I felt. I mean, externally, my life didn't change that much at first, yeah. honestly. But it was about my 
having to spreadsheet all the time, all the time. You know, I think wedding planners must do something similar because you don't know where your next client's coming from. You don't know when they're going to sign. You don't know mm. when they're going to pay. You don't know any of that stuff, right? It just yeah. kind of happens out of the ether. So it's similar with buying and selling homes. So I'd always be spreadsheeting like, oh my God, how much money have we got left? Is this client going to find a house? When is it going to close? All that stuff, right? Yeah. And so one day, because I'd released enough of my distortion, my husband actually said to me, have you realized you're not spreadsheeting anymore? I'm like, oh my God, you're right. You know what I mean? And that yeah. level of fear and scarcity in me had gone away and I hadn't even really noticed it. I just noticed that I didn't feel that crappy anymore, but it was kind of this very soft sort of process where yeah. I was just a different person and I didn't know exactly how I got in there, but I was extraordinarily grateful that I had. Oh, yes. I love it. Since we've been sort of talking around the topic of mm -hmm. self-care a bit, I like to ask all the entrepreneurs and especially all the fierce females sure. that come on my show, do you have any non-negotiable self-care? Absolutely. Meditation. Wow. So I know meditation sounds like you have to sit in a room on a cushion <laughs> with no sound and everything is yeah. peaceful, the soft yeah. wind coming in through the window. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Time for that. Okay. So meditation to me is anything that helps you to feel still. So for me, that happens to be like five minutes when I wake up and a little bit longer before I sleep. It's just my time to get still with myself. And because I am who I am, other things can happen. But it could be a time where you go for a walk. It could be a time where you make a cup of tea and you just drink it. <laughs> okay. It doesn't have to right. be, you know what I mean? This thing where you're like silent. Okay. For some people, you need to move when you mm -hmm. meditate. So what I would suggest for my group frequency calibrations is to put it on and do something. Like I've done those and like cooked or done like cleaned the bathroom. Or it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be that glamorous. I mean, you have things to do, you know? Yeah. So you can listen to in the background, but it's surprising, especially if you do a meditation or like that 15 minute meditation that I was telling you about, yeah. right when you wake up, honestly, that 15 minutes is actually 14, but that 14 minutes makes such a huge difference because now you feel better. So whatever yes. happens in that day, you're from this place of stillness, of mm -hmm. feeling good about yourself. Like yeah. everything's good in the world and what's gonna come at you, you can deal with. Yeah, Maybe I'm gonna try that meditation tomorrow. I am also a meditator, <laughs> but I'm more like a five minute meditator. But yeah, I will. I also want to co-sign that like sometimes I find cooking to be fairly meditative. I love cooking, and Get if if I have like my if I have my earbuds in and I'm like listening to just instrumental, like it kind of I have to have like conditions. Conditions have to be okay. If my husband's watching like a war movie in the other room, it's not so, <laughs> not so meditative, you know. <laughs> like if he's watching Die Hard, I'm like, what is happening? So I'll like put my earbuds in, but. Um, totally. I had, a, I had a client a couple of many months ago who I suggested it was a wedding planning client, one of my brides. And, and I was talking to her about the week of her wedding. And I said, do you meditate? And she said, no, I'm so bad at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you're you supposed know, to be bad at it. Actually. That's the work of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, the way meditation is taught, it's kind of horrible sometimes, right? You just sit there and count your breaths. Okay. So when I first yeah. started meditation in my twenties, that's how I was taught. Yeah. So I would sit there and I'd be like, okay, one, two, three. And what am I going to eat for dinner? Okay. I've got to go get that. I have to write that email. Crap. I can't remember to forget that email. Oh, wait, wait, breath six. Where are we now? I can't even remember. Right. 
So you don't have to do that for meditation. So my thing is, if you can't do that and sitting still is hard, literally put on your AirPods, do what you do, Renee, just put on your AirPods, listen to the GCA and do something, go for a walk, uh, take the dogs with you, do whatever, you know, and that is enough to put you in that state because a GFC or a group frequency calibration isn't just a meditation. I'm actually pulling you into the center of yourself, into the center of space and time so that you feel better. So at the end of the 14 minutes, you're like, I feel better. I don't even know what the hell happened. Don't really care if that worked. Great. <laughs> yeah. My next question for you with self-care is, do you have a morning routine? And if so, what is it? Yes. I know you said meditation. Absolutely. Yeah. So non-negotiable meditation as soon as I wake up. The next thing that I do is move. Mm. So for me, movement is really important. Even if it's 20 minutes. Okay, I don't, it doesn't have to be like this hour long thingy. It's just for me to feel my body, to be centered in it and to be in motion is like this thing that I keep for myself. You know, because my yeah. schedule is just like many of you. It's like my day begins and it's like nonstop until like 10 or 11 at night. And then finally, at some point, it ends. <laughs> and then you get yeah. a few breaths, all right? And then you meditate and then sleep. So yeah. for me, it's just two things. Meditate, move. move. And then um, I think other people will do other things. But for me, I think anything less than three, I can manage. Anything more than three, I'm just like, it's too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my habit stack is looking pretty stacked these days. But mostly they're all morning things. So if I feel like if I get them all done, then I'm like, whoo, okay. I only Good. have two things left at night. But yeah, I think, yeah. you know, when I started as an entrepreneur, I did, I read so much about like the 5am morning and you have to get up and write your oh book my in the morning. And like, I'm just not that person. So it's very yeah. helpful for me to ask everyone on the show, just like, what are you doing? Because I think yeah. we learn so much from each other. And so I just, I Absolutely. love to keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah. Because my thing is, if you, to me, for me personally, I have so much to do in my day. If my morning routine is really huge for me personally, mm -hmm. it's like this overwhelming wall of crap that I also have to do. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. I already have an overwhelming amount of stuff I have to do in my day. I can't handle yet another thing, you know? <laughs> no, I, I hear you and I thank you so much. Um, are you on Instagram or the TikTok or any of the social medias? And yeah. if so, where can so we find you? We're on Instagram. So if you Great. look for Spherical Luminosity, you'll find us. Also, we have an awesome YouTube channel. Also, Spherical Great. Luminosity. Great. Yeah. So you can find I'll us there. I'll link it all. You guys, it's all going to be in the show notes. So don't worry if you're driving. You don't have to pull over and take notes. <laughs> thank you so much for being here this was so amazing and now i'm like i need to i need to timeline jump i need to you know get... oh i do have one question before we let you go you mentioned that yeah. when you first meet people like you get you get the is that hard for you like like yeah. how is it on a cocktail party for you are you just like inundated with the vibes <laughs> oh so i'm really super lucky so there are empaths who are healers who are like that like what you just said right yeah. It's like they're being inundated by all this information all the time and it's yeah. really horrifying for them. I actually feel for them because it sucks. Yeah. For me, I actually have to focus. So it's like I shift my attention. Yeah. So, you know, there's me walking around and yes, I'm picking up stuff, but it's not like I'm being bombarded with it. Mm -hmm. And then if I turn my attention to something and I'm scanning it from that level, that's when it's available to me. Got it. So thankfully, I am so, so grateful. <laughs> I am not inundated because it's really paralyzing, right? To yeah. get all this information all the time. Sure. And luckily for me, I don't have that experience. Thank God. I love it. Well, if you if if you want the vibes read, then book a call with Karen. 
There you go. <laughs> we'll put we'll put the we'll put the links in. Again, thank you thank so you. much. This was such a special episode, and I'm I feel very all tingly now. I feel I feel inspired. Aww. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. My listeners, my friends, thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, I say this every week and it's always true. I know your time is the one thing you cannot make any more of. So I'm always very grateful that you spent it with us. We will see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Talk with Renee Dallow. Dive into the show notes at reneedallow.com forward slash podcast and connect with Renee at Talk with Renee Dallow on Instagram.